Spoilers. So stop reading if you're spoiler-averse. I finally saw No Time to Die for a second time on Wednesday. It was at the biggest screen closest to me. It wasn't IMAX, but the regional theater chain claims it's the biggest screen in Michigan. I have earlier said I was going back and forth between B plus and A minus. I'll go with A minus. What I liked before, particularly Bond's first meeting with M, I still liked. The main weaknesses I found I didn't think about until after the movie was over. With the latter, I thought about how Spectre went from, we have people everywhere, to how the organization could be wiped out with everyone gathered in one big room. But that's more of a shrug than a big demerit. As I said in a post a few days ago, No Time to Die is the latest version of the hero's last stand. For me, it was well executed. For others, probably not. I do think Eon Productions should lighten up on being so self-referential. The DB5 is the main example, having purpose-built stunt cars is a necessity if you want to keep flogging the DB5, originally built in the early 1960s. The original DB5s didn't have carbon fiber bodies or BMW engines. In real life, a DB5 driven by George Lazenby in The Return of the Man from UNCLE was in the shop constantly. The next Bond actor should have his own spy car. Roger Moore got that with the Lotus and the Spy Who Loved Me and For Your Eyes Only.